0: And gentlemen, after 100 years, it's that time again! One of my favorite... So, you you always tell the guests to watch the dub. I always watch the subtitles, and then I watch the dub. So this is one of the best departures I've ever seen. Ooh. Um, in, in the Japanese... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll deal with the Japanese even though you know the English. Because <laughs> I don't know if you noted this line. But so the <laughs> Japanese... Shows up, and ba- basically Shiba's talking like, I'm going to fight you. And Baki's still confused why Shiba's fighting him, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, why are you doing this, right? Like, do you want to, like, learn how to brawl? Or, like, what? what's the reason here? I mean, come on, man. Why do you want to fight me so badly? And then, like, you want to practice for brawling. And in Japanese, Shiba goes, yeah, I guess you could call it practice. But it's practice for you. And then Baki goes, for me? And then Shiba goes, that's right, for you. And then attacks him.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, In English, Shiba goes, I guess that you could say I'm practicing for something big. Practicing to kick your big butt. (laughs) And then Baki goes, my butt's big? And Shiba goes, that's right, and I'm going to kick it.
2: (laughs) Of course that stuck out to me as one of the oddest dialogue I've seen in a few weeks. I... Oh, I wonder who's right. Like I, (laughs) oh my god. I think I think Sheba's
0: right. Right, like that's got to be why Hanayama sent him out there, right? Is to provide practice for Baki, because Hanayama's Baki's pal, or just because he doesn't like big butts, maybe. Chiharu, Baki's ass is too fat. Like (laughs) the opposite
3: I mean, I I feel like I've definitely heard it before. Like people are like. You know oh in a, in a car accident or something you want to just relax your body mm-hmm. or like like um if you fall down you want to just like try and relax and not tense it's out.
2: like when you throw a baby out the window they're gonna that be was
3: fine. so dumb
0: adults can actually fall and break their bones while babies can remain uninjured even if they fall from a great height nature has provided this knowledge
3: it's like an adult can fall down and break a bone but a baby can be thrown from high heights and be okay and the picture they showed was a baby who had seemingly fallen out like a full-on baby baby
1: (laughs)
2: and
3: it was like like three things high
2: imagine being in the audience watching the world's strongest man just beat up somebody older than your great-grandparents I feel like you have to call the police at some point.
0: That's the Yūji my I know. Look, Baki, I know you're proud of your
2: dad, but the man getting knocked down is over 100 years old, you know. He would, he would get automatically canceled. Like his reputation would
0: just be gone. Like he could be the strongest man in the world, but he's beating an old man to death
2: because um, there's a translation error because I, I, I confirmed that the subtitles don't say this. Um, or the, the subtitles say, it's a pity we're fighting in a field if we, so- we could sell tickets anywhere in Japan and people would come watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, Dopo says, If we were in Japan, a fight between us would sell out any venue you could think of. But instead, we're here, in the park, in the middle of the night. Without a single person watching it's too bad we're not in japan um okay. people would come watch this which makes no sense it implies that both domo and muhammad ali flew to japan to fight Sorry, <laughs> flew out of japan to fight in a random field and then yes. both flew home afterward
4: <laughs> yes also like i feel like if it was muhammad ali's son fighting you could do that anywhere and sell tickets no
2: you'd never you you can't be okay my my this is from a previous episode but (laughs) my favorite (laughs) joke so the when they're first introducing the character we don't know who he is and uh this boxer's going like this boxer's talking to his promoter and the promoter's just like come on dave we gotta we gotta go we gotta go like the, the guy's late and the guy's like no 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 you don't understand uh, you don't get a chance to fight a guy like this too often and the promoter goes dave i know every fighter in the business and i've never heard of this guy the guy's name was muhammad ali jr uh, <laughs> which, which apparently in this universe is a pretty inconspicuous name Well, first of all, the, I feel like the people who wrote Baki heard about the term mise en scène and went, "Yep, we don't have to explain anything." Can you can you explain what that is? No. Oh, sorry, not mise en scène. Sorry, what am I saying? Um, I don't know. I meant. I meant mise en place. Um, um, um <laughs> What's what, what what's <laughs> okay,
5: thank you?
2: we're very bilingual Bonjour. here. Um, uh, Medias Res. Sorry. I said mise en which is a film term. Media's res, right? With mid conversation.
5: I don't know what that means, Baki taki <laughs> At this point, we're gonna throw in an ad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but also, I don't know if you guys caught this. Jack Hanma is Baki Hanma's brother or half brother. I was gonna Tucky? say his wait wait his wait, last wait wait name is the same. Baki
5: Talkie.
2: Baki Hanma. Wait, is
5: that Baki Baki-Taki?
2: Yes, he is the main Wait, character. the main character. Mother.
5: The ba- main character's last name is not Taki?
2: No, it's Hanbo. No, this is Did you th- think that his character name was Baki-Taki? This is a clever pun. It's oh, we talk, talk about, Baki. about Baki. Wait, the
5: show isn't called Baki-Taki? No, the no. show's called
2: Baki. My show's called Baki-Taki. Oh,
5: I thought... I didn't know. Oh my
2: Gee, God. wow.
5: I was told not to do any background research.
2: No, you took that to the max. We saw That's him great. load up the episode.
5: I thought... How would I know?
3: who's stronger i don't know if this is actual quote who's stronger seems like such a simple concept but it it's can actually be really deep. surprisingly <laughs> deep and i'm like okay what do you mean
2: exactly who's stronger it seems like such a simple concept but what it really means can be surprisingly deep yeah and then he, he talks about he basically just complains about all of the old men who've beaten him in the last few episodes because he got He talks about a 150-year-old man we saw, and then he talks about Dopo and uh, Shibukawa, who both kicked his ass last episode and who probably combined for 130 years. And then his dad beat him up. It seemed like he was saying, like, it might look like I'm stronger because I'm faster and I punch harder and I'm really young, but it doesn't matter because these old men inexplicably have beaten me.
3: Maybe he's, like, acting so weird because he has, like, several concussions... (laughs)
2: It's it's very possible.
0: So another fun thing to think about that moment is like, what did it look like from the audience perspective? Did did he just like come in the door and sprint down the aisle, and then (laughs) jump in off from the crowd, or was he hiding somewhere? We don't have any answers to this. I I really
2: I really like the idea of him with like a trench coat and like a hat on, so nobody knows that he's in the audience.
0: He saw somebody hide in
2: disguise once, so
0: he was like, Well that's
2: easy. He's trying wow. to like he's trying to flag a waiter down and they keep ignoring him and he's just like, Oh, if they if only they knew I was really you Jiro <laughs> Yeah,
0: he wasn't again. planning on revealing himself, but he just was like, I gotta get some service somehow. Let's show him on the ogre. <laughs>
2: So, first of all, I just want to say uh, to the cast of Baki that I am a huge fan of the show.
0: Are you sure about that?
2: I don't know if you knew that, um, but I just want to say a big thanks to all of you guys. All right, thanks a lot for confirming
1: it. Later.
2: Um, and I wanted to ask, have you listened to my podcast at all? You, you bit your ass. Uh, can I get your thoughts if you have? So soft and feminine. Yeah, that's fair.
0: (laughs) I just
2: wanted to touch on the description of what happened. So He was, you know, the international media is upset that he brought in the army to kill one African elephant. He says his only mistake is that he didn't bring enough soldiers. The methods we used weren't wrong. If we made
0: any kind of mistake at all in the way we handled this, it's in the number of troops
2: that we deployed and the kinds of weapons we chose to use against that monster. And frankly, I think we should have called it an airstrike that he should have called it an airstrike. And my personal favorite line, they didn't even get a shot off. In the end, you we weren't even able to get one single shot by it off. So this elephant... Yeah, yeah. They got wrecked. <laughs> by I an elephant. And how that happens. Like, did the elephant, like... Zoom up on you, like <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it has had to have been like a super speed elephant. Like they weren't like saying this elephant had like like superpowers, it didn't have like laser like eye lasers or anything like that. So Maybe like this is like it's still just an elephant, right? Like yeah. not like not a single bullet was was, was fired. Like is yeah. this the is this
0: the elephant? Is, is that the is this the elephant or is this from the military here? Like did you like just just pull the trigger on your gun, man? Like just just shoot it. <laughs>
2: So ba- Baki has picked up a praying mantis that he found in the on the ground last episode, put it in um, the world's shittiest terrarium, um, which is just glass with some dirt. <laughs> no, on the
4: there's n- there's nothing in there. <laughs> this this is no
3: enrichment it, toys at all.
2: This is why the praying mantis wants to fight at all times. Um, yeah,
3: if he posted a terrarium tour on YouTube, he'd get ripped to shreds in the comments, being like. <laughs>
4: Kill yourself like you can't be a good owner. Baku There's just,
3: nothing in that terrain.
2: Baggy just responds, he's like, They they hurt me with words because they can't fight me in real life.
3: <laughs> That's um, it's probably some of the graffiti outside. <laughs> like, take care of your praying mantis, my man.
2: I love this scene so much. First of all, everything the Japanese reporter says sounds like it was written by ChatGPT. GPT. Like, he sounds like <laughs> a robot. The use of satellite broadcasting, which was expected to dazzle the entire world, got off to a
0: rather inauspicious start. The name of the hero tragically struck down was John
2: F. Kennedy. Today, inspired by that charismatic yet ill-fated politician, current U.S. President George Bush has decided to hold a parade here in Dallas.
0: The President himself has said that the goal of today's event is to rewrite this date's ominous history and to restore the image of Dallas on the world stage.
2: um however uh, so his, his plan is to just fly a bunch of planes into uh, this island which apparently is a part of america and just like blow it up <laughs> yeah just, uh, like
0: bomb it to hell yeah drive these like planes real low and you know bam he even says and uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this george bush 100%
4: planned 911 like, I believe that to a T, like, you know,
0: it, you know, you can say what you will about the uh, actual reality, but this George
4: Bush
3: playing
2: 9-11. That's, that's kind of what they're going for, for sure. I have a question I like to ask all my returning guests. So let's imagine that we were casting a live action version of Baki. Um <laughs> So you're gonna have to cast, um, let's see which character hasn't, if you had to cast one actor to play the mouth, um, and <laughs> we'll, oh. we'll we'll get to this for for listeners, um, who who would that actor be? And let's imagine that we can either use CGI or two guys who sort of look like him to be the rest. Right. Elvis. Elvis. <laughs>
0: Are we
2: talking yeah, about Chubby Austin
0: Elvis, Butler or <laughs> no, 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 like uh, like the Elvis dude. Okay. I feel like oh yeah if he, elvis was to go into like a starting a bunch of protein to get to that you know that regimen of just working out i feel like elvis would be a good pick
2: yeah, i feel like elvis maybe, is if, smooth, maybe if he wasn't least...
1: dead i thought you said but cgi you said i, I could use cgi
2: well I, f- I figured that like you have one real person and then the cgi is oh the, like, that's three... what you meant oh, my God. I, whatever. whatever star we're not, we're star not, wars we're not spending more time <laughs> on this
1: I yeah I had to look it up because I was like okay like is this is this what I think it's supposed to be and the answer is kind of <laughs> um yeah so his savior and his roommate I suppose <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> comes in um whatever they're about to start this guy's ten right and then it's very much like Tuxedo Mask and Sailor Moon like this thing like slashes in. It's a pinwheel, um, yeah. <laughs> and then he does the possibly the slowest <laughs> entrance
2: ever, where he rolls in between these people. Hey, editor Steve here. So this is one of my favorite moments of the season, but it doesn't translate particularly well to audio. So what we're going to do here is a little audio commentary of the scene, um, and I'll try and I'll try and paint a picture of what's going on. So, looking out into the darkness, we can see nothing, a dark prison uh, courtyard. Uh, but then, slowly, <laughs> Jay Guevara is doing a continuous somersault. He sort of looks like a human tumbleweed. The mouth is now shaking in fear, looking at it. Jay Guevara has now traveled across the entire courtyard. He's rolled past them. He is rolling, he's still rolling. He just hit a wall, and now everybody is watching him. And he's fallen over. Everybody is shaking in fear of Jay Guevara. And then he says...
4: I feel sick now.
2: I, I love the, the, the part about this where the, it was like, they stated it a few times, that the guards didn't even care what was going on. Because not because nobody could escape, but because nobody would want to escape because this fight was going to be so good.
0: No one would try to escape today. Well, let me just answer your question this way. Even if one of the prisoners did try to escape during all this, I still wouldn't take a single step away. Uh, I'll just pretend I didn't hear that.
4: Wouldn't this but, be like you know, the, that, perfect
0: that would be the perfect opportunity? Yeah, it would yeah. be. It would be. <laughs> You know the uh, if you ever saw the uh, the show Prison Break, I mean, this would have been much easier for
2: them if they just left uh, after <laughs> this point. No, I, I I like to imagine that they would have been like, well, what if we break out on this day? Ah, never mind. I can't. I can't miss this fight. <laughs> I can't. I'll just come home another day.
0: Before we go into Gilberto's style, I, I want to <laughs> say that. I, I was interested in Catherine's reaction on Maria's first line, <laughs> which, is, which she just says... <laughs> that isn't very cool. And I think that's the first time she shows up <laughs> in the episode.
4: I don't know if she even says a line. Like they're fighting and then they just cut away to her. <laughs> and I was like, "If I, I don't think I've ever been so confused by <laughs> watching anything. Like I was so surprised. So I really need a lot more context on, what was her name, Maria?
2: Maria, yeah.
4: (laughs) So why is she, why is her bed in the middle of this prison fight? And and who is she, and how is she, how she is?
0: (laughs) You see, I'm actually holding it all in. You're... holding it in? If I were to just let go and allow the door that metaphorically holds my muscles in to swing open since they're so big they'd probably burst out from beneath my skin crush everyone here smash through the outer walls destroy the entire complex and expand all the way into the sky
5: But I assume like that's what happens in Attack on Titan I haven't seen it but I think uh... The, the, I mean, I haven't seen it all, either, so you're
3: probably right. You know? Over the
5: city, destroy as well as there we go. Uh, yeah. Now in a podcast.
0: Say, Bucky, I'm sure that you're not aware of this, but each and every day, the food I consume adds up to more than a 100,000 calories.
2: One of the guards says, hey, do you want me to, like, move your motorcycle into the garage? And
1: in response all of it just fucking smashes the motorcycle
2: and then says, I was going to trade it in anyway, (laughs) Um, which is not a good look. That's, that's an anger management issue. It's not a great look, but I will say, can you imagine how fucking emasculated you'd be if you rode out in your motorcycle and then some random dude says, um, so, uh, mister, I'll uh,
4: just put this in the garage. Okay.
2: Hey, I know, can I can I drive that five feet over to the left for you? <laughs> Did, I I know you got emasculated in the in the driveway, so I assume you want to go back to your garage. That's true. I don't Do know who he was more here? pissed at, Baki or the guard who had the audacity to speak to him.
1: I was I was hoping that he was going to run Baki over with the motorcycle, but it was really a half measure.
2: I was half that... expecting him to pull, like, a Wario and, like, eat the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Unhinges his jaw. Oh, my God. But Mr. Unhinged. Mr. Unhinged. Baki responds, Baki is such a dick this entire scene. I love it. Um, first off, he calls him Mr. Chained a bunch when his <clears> nickname <throat> is Mr. Unchained. You really don't get it, do you? Mr. Chained. Are you
0: going senile, Mr. Chained? So you think that I'm chained up? Is that what you're saying? That's um, a savage roast. Savage, so, absolutely.
2: It's, it's so good. Um, Here's Kate here's the thing about biscuit oliver that they never do anything with like he when he was first introduced he has his own library in the prison that's just for him and he's read oh, every really? book in it like he oh, is i didn't I a, didn't realize that that's well that's the thing it's show not tell like he is a renaissance yeah. man he's a genius but the way he fights is like a big caveman <laughs> so he can he can go toe-to-toe with jay guevara then on on marxist and colonial theory that's impressive exactly i'm sure i'm sure that's what he was reading up on um he was probably reading he was like hey wait this che guevara guy looks a lot like the prisoner jay guevara (laughs) didn't he die in bolivia in (laughs) 1968 or so is is this his son (laughs)
5: This scene where Baki is, like, biking down on an open road after Oliver decides to release him and the helicopter's following him. I just feel like that scene has really big, like, ending of a teen movie slash coming of age movie energy. Um, And it kind of felt like that would have been a really great place just to stop because it, you know, would have tied up everything really nicely. And I think that that's something that they should have explored because it really does sound like it. Um, Like, watch, just listen.
0: I was released pretty fast. Like, surprisingly fast. I didn't even have time to grab my socks. I asked him to give me a bike, some food, a bottle of water, and even a little cash. Biscuit Oliver, Mr. Unchained himself, had a request of his own. Well, more like a demand. A helicopter escort to the airport to make sure I got on the plane and left.
5: And that summer was the start of the rest of our lives. Cosway and I were inseparable. We'd stay up all night talking on the phone. Well, i talk at her on the phone. And three days before we left for college, I told her to marry me. Oh yeah, my dad and I, yeah, we worked things out and now we're closer than ever. Yeah, sometimes we butt heads, but that's just who we are. That's just the Hanma boys. Oh, and the pig old lady Sarah's place? Well, let's just say he's still constipated. Till next time. Catch you later.
2: Um, And then we go to the lab of um, a bunch of scientists, two that we care about, um, some asshole called Alan. We're going to revive him, right? don't be ridiculous alan it's not as simple as giving someone
0: mouth-to-mouth resuscitation beside a pool
2: and a guy who looks a lot like albert einstein but is actually albert Payne. we've always thought that humans first appeared
0: no more than seven million years ago to now have to push that back to the jurassic
2: period um <laughs> what, what, what did you think of these scientists
0: uh, i wasn't sure at first whether they're scientists or orthodontists based on the <laughs> office <laughs>
2: Took me a moment. It didn't look that, it wasn't that impressive, yeah.
0: No, it looked like they were about to change someone's braces.
2: I do think, it, and it's, they had like a strategic light over top of Pickle so that we could do a shot. Pickle doesn't wear pants this whole episode also. Um, a lot of, um, well, you had the great joke about the, uh, the black hole. Yeah,
0: it seems that his member must be so dense and so massive <laughs> that it bends and captures all light. That goes anywhere near is the only scientific explanation I've found.
2: So Dobo shows up, which is, I do believe, top two. I'm torn between my favorite, which is Jack Hanba, who is in the koi pond. He just comes up with big cheeks, implying that he was holding his breath the entire time. Also, you pointed this out. I didn't even think about this. This koi pond, you know, in a manga you you draw it as blue, but it's transparent. There's no way this uh, this I was gonna say eleven foot tall man, but it's not that far off. There's no way Jack Conway was not visible in the water. Um It's like a four by four koi pond. This is a small cage this thing is in. Yep. Yeah. And he's he's like a seven foot man, right? Don't they describe him as like a huge man? He's at least six eleven. Hello, hello and welcome back to Baki taki season 4 episode 3 with one of my all-time favorite titles. This is <laughs> Nature Power versus Battle Power. <laughs> this You know is... for a hot
1: second <laughs> I thought you were going to say it with one of my all-time favorite guests, but No, no.
2: This is, this is a guest. We've got Jack. back. <laughs>
1: Every, I know people have been saying that um, Albert Payne sucks and I, I was like I don't know why he sucks entirely yeah. but this episode made me realize why he sucks because um, Pickle killed that tiger really brutally and then somebody said how horrifying and Albert chimes in saying especially for the tiger <laughs> but he's like but we have to do it we have to eat, get Pickle to eat otherwise like What's the point of it all? Um, he, he just does he's, not. He does he's not the number. He's anything. the
2: number one pickle apologizer. Like he is, oh. and he is. This is this is his most blunt. Like he comes on. Is it? I forget if he comes on TV for this, but he's like. Yes, he does. Yeah, he's like. I will feed every tiger to pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I will make this species go extinct because I just this monster man that we have is more is much. Much more important than these Siberian tigers. Now, I'm fully aware that the Siberian tiger is an endangered species,
0: but the fact is, they're the only thing we've found that Pickle will eat. So, we can feel sad that there are only 500 of them left in existence. But I say we should be grateful. There are still 500, and if every last one of them has to be sacrificed in order to keep Pickle alive, that's a small price to pay, I say. After all, a tiger is just a tiger. Pickle is a one of a kind treasure.
2: But the other, the, the crazy thing about Pickle that I don't really get is that, like, the way they phrase it, it's not clear if they mean that in Pickle's ancestry, like, he evolved from quadrupeds or that he was a quadruped. The science in this episode is unfathomable. Like, I'll, I get my one problem with Albert Einstein is not only is he an apologist, I think he's a terrible scientist. Yeah. <laughs> He does seem to take things at face value, like like when they first found Pickle, he was like, "Yep, man lived with the dinosaurs." <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what what do you think of the of our our caveman friend? I don't love him. It, I don't know. Weird vibes from Pickle. Like one, why is he so incredibly sexy? Yep. But then he's like, he's also kind of nonverbal. I feel like there's, I don't know, there's something problematic going on there. I don't want to dig into it too deep because I don't really know how to talk about it. But, um, very strange, like Disney's Tarzan kind of vibes. Um, and they're watching watching footage of a bullet, um, yep. and and then they record themselves, I guess, playing with a whip, um, and in both scenarios was- you can. S- is there a plane as well, I feel like? There's like a jet or something? Or... Oh, oh, no, yeah. they just talked about it. Yeah. 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 Um, in both scenarios, the important thing is that these objects are moving faster than the speed of sound. And so they create a, a, a shock wave. <laughs> I honestly for a second I was like is that really what it is and I just could not be bothered <laughs> to look it up like it's, it's one of those things that like sounds close enough but I was like you know what sure I think I think that B- Baki is the master of getting something that's real as you're jumping off points. So you go oh yeah okay and then it and then it becomes unreal I believe the shockwave stuff is fine um, a whip just- is the first object to break this uh, the first human I- object to break the speed of sound I will say though, the way that they just like introduce the whip is hilarious because they're just talking about these like amazing things that it would like create a shockwave, and then they're like, and a bull whip. It's <laughs> <just> like what? <laughs> and then he just kind of like uses it once
1: and then just like tosses it aside. This, a bull whip. If you know how to swing this woven leather thong just right,
0: the tip of it can reach mock speed. If you know how to swing this woven leather thong just right the tip of it can reach mock speed. Whether it was invented by accident or a gift from God, the whip
2: is a tool that can achieve mock speed through human power alone. Was the whip invented by accident or a gift from God? Which, also, that was a quote that I didn't quite get. It kind of <laughs> seemed to come out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it came out of nowhere, and also, I don't think those are the only two outcomes. I think somebody might have designed a whip. I don't know. Maybe there's a biblical, like, version. Maybe, like, one of the, like, <laughs> lesser known parts of the, the Garden of Eden is that God gave them a whip for some reason. Maybe that's what the snake was supposed to be.
3: Well, anyways, yeah, no, I was talking about Suedo. Suedo is, like, hilariously just, like, reacting
2: is a big guy with big feelings.
3: <laughs> That's a really good way to describe him.
2: German, no!
3: But yeah, Tokugawa just... And it's weird because Tokugawa, like, I don't know, he's such a weird guy. I'm like, <laughs> don't you run an underground, like, fighting arena but you just you just have a line of, like, people can't eat each other?
2: Tokugawa's the type of... Yeah, Tokugawa is the guy who runs an f- underground fighting arena where famously there are no rules <laughs> but he is always the guy to be like, no, they're going against the rules! rules we've got to stop them well okay so i I wanted to do something here because so at this point we cut to baki who's hanging out at his house and he ends up calling tokugawa who is at the arena and he's like hey i want to fight pickle tomorrow and tokugawa was like uh well you know there's something you should know about um and he he struggles to describe it so i was was hoping we could like um sort of role play this so i'm gonna be baki calling you um and as tokugawa just explain to me what's going on like paint a paint a visual picture for me hey uh tokugawa so so what's going on over there why why should why should i why should i come over
0: i don't know if you should come over this is getting weird (laughs) they're uh they've been making out for the past 10 minutes i don't know what's gonna happen
2: Really, they, they've been making out. Oh, did they? Oh, do yeah. they look? Did they look like they're enjoying it? Or <laughs> oddly, they do. Yes,
0: they're really <laughs> enthusiastic about it. Oh wait, no, Jack's making a weird face. Oh God, what's happening? He's biting his face off. Yeah,
4: but there were a few of them. I thought the eagle was impressive. I especially thought the true two, two to three renditions of dinosaurs were impressive there was a triceratops at one point or rex at another point
2: an elephant a rhino
0: <gasps>
2: no it can't be triceratops the dinosaur ones are so are so incredible to me because like the i, I understand that you know like coca or like the praying mantis style like those are real martial arts that are inspired by the movements of animals, right? Like, yeah. but what do you do?
3: That's
4: what they said. It's a style of Kung Fu.
2: Yeah. And, and I'm and
4: really that... hoping so.
2: But but how do you get a real style of movement inspired by a dinosaur? Like, did Baki just watch Jurassic Park a bunch and try? And... Or is he just like, <laughs> like, it... I don't understand one, how he can mimic it and how he can m- mimic it so clearly that other people understand that this is what a dinosaur would walk like. Like, it's, it's, it's incredible.
4: I feel like it wasn't even that. Like, his poses looked more like yoga poses where they were, like, sort of a slight, loose interpretation of what that animal looks like. It was more the Tickle genuinely being confused whether it was Baki or an actual <laughs> T-Rex that got me. But I'm like, where do you think you are, my man? What do you think is going on? why does he why is he seeing an actual t-rex
2: it's a great question i I will say in pickle's defense he did just wake up from 190 million years ago so maybe maybe he doesn't really understand
4: so he thinks a 16 year old standing on one foot is an eagle excuse me
2: (laughs) well he thought it was a tiger but then the tiger turned into an eagle what, just before we get to the results, there was one line that I really loved that Retsu had. So Retsu, Pickle does this whole Pickle Post thing in like a fraction of a second. Uh, yes. But Retsu is, you know, describing it for like a minute and a half. And the guy, <laughs> and I guess the documentarian asks Retsu, like, how do you know all this? This took one second. How did you observe it? And so <laughs> Retsu's <laughs> like, have you ever had curry and rice? <laughs> uh in such a brief period
0: of time, how could I have so many thoughts? Well, you know
2: what it's like. It's like taking a bite of a truly delicious curry and rice. It's <laughs> yes. like it's you taste it, and it takes it takes longer to describe how good it is than it is to eat it. Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> like you'll uh, like I can't eat the whole curry and rice in one second, but I could get the flavors all in one second. You know, sweet, a little sour. <laughs> what does what does him having thoughts in in the span of a second have anything to do with the rest of the episode but for whatever reason they take you know a good minute or two for him to explain
2: how eating works you know what it reminds me of there's a futurama episode where they have to um they have to create this tv show to um what is it uh distract the brains or whatever and so mm. Fry, Fry wrote it, and they get about two minutes in, and they're on the last page. And they're like, Fry, this has to be a half hour. And he's like,
0: Fry, there's nothing else here. You
3: only wrote two pages of dialogue. Well, it took an hour to write. I thought it would take an hour to read. <laughs>
2: like, like, that's like the logic. Here. It's, it's like, I observed it in X time, so it's. <laughs> yeah. I would have thought it would take Y time. The two options are take this man and put him back in the salt, which implies we have the technology to shove people yeah. in salt, or not do that. Um, yeah, let like him live
5: amongst us.
2: Yeah. Would anybody vote uh, to put him back in the salt?
4: Yes, absolutely.
2: He's six cents. Six. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost 80 inches tall. We gotta log that
1: down.
3: He is too
1: powerful, I'd put him in the salt. Sorry, guys. Uh, oh. I think I think he's too um sexy to
4: put back
5: in the salt. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> do you want to tell the, the listeners what was up?
5: <laughs> yeah, first of all, my first thoughts. Why is he in the hospital? Why is there a big shot of his chest? But Hmm. then we find out the problem isn't even in his chest. We see his weird brain. I don't know what's going on. All I know is this was the first quote I wrote down. He says,
1: Medically speaking, that all makes sense. But the thing is, I can't change the way I live.
5: I can't change the way I live. Well, you can. You absolutely can. Uh, And then apparently we find out that he, he might have a demon brain
2: yeah you, it was you,
3: it was a little far-fetched but i, I could eh, weirder stuff's happened
2: do you think it's possible that franz ferdinand was the world's strongest man and that he had signed non-aggression uh, packs oh
3: my god and then he was killed yeah because yeah i mean you never know yeah <laughs> that's what my history degree my expertise <laughs> has brought to you to this episode is that is that, is that how
2: you would end most essays just, just uh you yeah. never
3: know yeah i mean it, no just just with like a cliche statement just it is what it is you never know
2: you can't argue with that
3: can't argue <laughs> yeah can't argue
2: see i i see this as quintessential baki like you know it's it's a show that that refuses to admit that the people in it are superhumanly strong so to, yeah. so you, if you want to give them a feat it's not like katsumi can go out and like pick up a car he has to do something that isn't really possible but in a way that i wouldn't be able to explain it to you like yeah he, like he kicked that bag way too hard for it to be possible like i i, I can't back that up i don't know the yeah. physics on kicking a bag
0: they all kind of bend the the limits of the physical universe that's kind mm-hmm. of a, a big thing because even like you know with the whole thing like you never know how big they are. In some episodes they're like twelve feet tall. Some episodes 10, 20 feet tall, and then sometimes you're just like, oh, this is just a regular six foot tall guy.
2: Oh my god, yeah, you you weren't even here for the pickle season. They they thaw this caveman out of the earth. He's towering over everybody by like a head and a half, and then they they say that he's six <laughs> six. Like that's yeah, that's. No so now we go back to the titular hero baki hanma um i love these two scenes of baki uh they give us a peek into what he does when he's home alone and uh it seems that he is an insane person (laughs) who just (laughs) wanders his house as if there are ghosts haunting him throughout it um to the point that people think that there's other people there but like honestly just the two scenes combined just paint this picture of baki as this guy who like i i i feel like he never speaks to anybody ever once he goes home like he he just has his own world for context this is baki staring at a cockroach dissolve liquefy these muscles
0: well 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 long time no see teacher I'm very sorry to tell you this, but my strength still hasn't gotten anywhere close to yours.
4: These two scenes were fire. Like, honestly, (laughs) I was so into both of them. I would watch a whole show of just, like, Baki slowly going crazy (laughs) in his, like, basement fight cave.
1: If if uh, suspend, suspending my disbelief here because I don't think this is real, um, it it starts with a flashback to you know 20 years ago, uh, the greatest father son fight in history finished in a draw. Spoilers, you know they mm-hmm, fight, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as a as a like a little you know prologue, a, a last time on prologue exactly, um, <laughs> and then it cuts to a. Uh, a young girl in a completely
5: different
3: animation style. It
2: um... was a lot more feminine than most things. Baki shows I've watched. Like, <laughs> I thought it was a, I thought it was <laughs> a good <laughs> direction for the franchise.
3: vulgar like he was calling him like a, the viewer and just i don't know i was like i don't want to say it don't laugh at me
2: the b word
3: is... it didn't feel appropriate for the two men on the screen I, j- I just was like this show does not have enough women in it to to be able to say that word i don't know
2: is it misogynistic to call somebody that term in a world without women
3: well, they don't have no women in the world, just no women in the show. Not
2: yet. Who knows?
3: Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna evolve so much so that they just start like, you know, cloning themselves. I, I and... could
2: honestly see if I just opened the manga like ten years later and it's like some children of men scenario where just women aren't there anymore, but yeah. like the plot they, hasn't but... changed.
3: Yeah. And they they've done it purposely <laughs> <laughs> to protect the women and then eventually <laughs> they just stop being born. <laughs>
0: And I also like, he he, he dismisses uh, the artificial flavoring and the preservatives in the store-bought food that Baki serves, and he he goes off on a I don't eat wheat. I lean keto and paleo rant that some fathers can uh, mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. go into from time to time, and saying and I like to eat. Both nutri- food they say is nutritious and food that is poisonous for the body and that's that's also kind of interesting because it's sort of anti-fragile which is you know a little bit of stress in the body is good in the long term for it so if he has well-developed philosophical thoughts with respect to how one should eat uh for such a savage as i had thought Yushiro sure was but as late we soon see he's not really this savage guy but i, that, I haven't watched that many episodes
2: oh yeah, no, he, he, he's, he's got multiple sides to him uh, I, what I enjoyed about that scene was maybe my favorite line of the episode where Baki says something along the lines of, wow, how lucky am I to have my dad get, talk to me about nutrition holy crap, my dad's taking the time to educate me about nutrition and I was like wow, I can <laughs> I can really relate with this Baki guy <laughs> a Whatever. universal
0: father-son
2: uh, experience <laughs> and that's it i'll see you all next week there won't be a best of 2024 because we only got like seven episodes left i'll see you then